All right, good morning, Whiting Christian Church. How are you? Good morning, church. It's good to be here with you. Uh, happy Mother's Day. I want to wish Happy Mother's Day to all the moms. And if my mom happens to be watching this online presentation, uh, Mom, I want to say Happy Mother's Day. I love you. I appreciate you. Hope to talk to you soon. Uh, probably give you a call later today. Uh, have you ever noticed how our homes can be crazy and chaotic? I mean, I don't know about you all, but I, I know that uh, right now, especially, our homes are just filled with craziness and chaos. And in fact, uh, I would suggest to you that, uh, that sometimes um, our homes uh, can just feel like pieces, uh, like they're in fragments that our homes actually look like a Lego bucket. And not just any Lego bucket, not a Lego bucket that's all in the bucket, but a, a bunch of Legos that are dumped out all over, the, all over the floor. I mean, Lego buckets like this, uh, our homes sometimes look like this. It looks like chaos. It doesn't look like anything purposeful or uh, functional. It, it looks like it's uh, completely out of order. And if you have felt in the last six weeks, the last seven weeks, that your home is completely out of order, that it's chaotic, you're, you're probably uh, in with the rest of us. Sometimes our homes feel crazy and chaotic, and, and it's in that midst of that chaos and that craziness that your church has decided to do a series called Heavenly Homes. And this morning, as we walk through again in the third week of this series, Heavenly Homes, we're going to learn about God. Uh, we're going to learn about how God takes pieces and He builds purpose. We're going to watch as, as God takes fragments and He creates function. And, and this function and this purpose that God is about building and creating uh, into our lives and into our homes, it actually begins in a land uh, far, far away. In a galaxy far, far away. No, really, it, it happened a very, very long time ago. It happened all the way back in the very beginning. Uh, what we find in the very beginning is that, uh, that God is taking pieces and He is building purpose. He is taking fragments and He is uh, putting them together and He is creating function. And this is what God is about this is what God is doing and we uh, learn about his character and his nature and his activity and he is creating order from chaos and so for you and I we're going to join God where he is this morning we're going to join him at the very beginning the beginning of the Bible at the beginning of creation if you're interested this morning in taking your home and creating a, a heavenly one, if you want your house to become a, a heavenly home, if you're interested in uh, taking the pieces of your home and creating purpose, if you're interested in, in taking the fragments that, that might be your home right now uh, and building function, then I'm going to invite you to join me in 
the book of Genesis. The book of Genesis, you can open up your Bibles to the book of Genesis, and it's really going to be that very first book and probably one of the very first pages. We're going to be in Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1, give you a chance to, to turn there. Genesis chapter 1. God is there and He is creating. He is taking pieces and building purpose. He is taking fragments and He is creating function. Uh, Genesis chapter 1. I want you to hear what I want you to hear from, uh, from God's Word this morning. What I, I want you to hear as we begin to look uh, at the instruction manual that God gives us for bringing pieces into purpose uh, and, and for taking fragments and, and creating function, I, I want you to hear that order begins with image. Purpose starts with a picture. Uh, join me, would you please, in verse 26 of chapter 1 in Genesis. Verse 26. Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness. He says, Let us make mankind in our image. In verse 27, he goes on to say, So God created mankind in His own image. In the image of God, He created them. Male and female, He created them. Uh, if we want to go from pieces to purpose, if we want to move uh, really from uh, fragments to function. In, in our homes, if we want to create heavenly homes that give glory to God and help people find and, and follow Him, uh, then one thing that we need to be about is, is recognizing that every morning that we get up, now any time that we look at our face in the mirror, uh, we carry with us something really special. Uh, we carry in us God's image. We are His image bearers. Uh, everywhere we go into the world, we are supposed to be a representative, a picture of who God is, His nature, His character, and His activity. Uh, this means for you and I uh, that if we desire for our homes to have great purpose, if we desire for our homes to function uh, properly, uh, that we're going to have to display, we're going to have to convey to the watching world, uh, we're going to have to display and convey God's image, His picture to the waiting world. Our homes need to be pictures, images of who God is because that's how we were created if we are going to create purpose and function then we need to start with God's image in us we need to live to that and the activity of God that we see in the opening of Genesis is actually incredibly remarkable uh, we see that God uh, is, is creating. He's taking pieces and bringing about function. He's bringing about order from chaos. Read with me, would you please, in chapter 1, verse 3. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. And He separated the light from darkness. 
And God called the light day, and he called the darkness night. And there was evening, and there was morning on the first day. And God said, let there be a vault between the waters to separate water from water. And so God made the vault and separated the water under the vault from the water above it. And it was so. And God called the vault sky. And there was evening and there was morning the second day. Do you hear it? God is about bringing order. He is separating and He is arranging to create to make pieces and build purpose. To take fragments and to create function. Ladies and gentlemen, can I tell you something really specific that you can't miss if you skip on to the next step, but you miss this one. You won't find the purpose and the function for your home that you desperately want. Order begins with image. Purpose begins with a picture. If you try today to say, I know what I'm going to do to order my house to create purpose for the home that I live in, uh, to make everything function just the way it should, but you don't begin with God's image that He has planted inside of you, that you would reflect that image in your home uh, so that the watching world could see it, then you will not find the function. You will not find the purpose. You see, just about anybody, any godless person uh, can go about their house and they can begin to to add order to it. They can go to their drawers and throw out some old t-shirts. They can can throw out some things in their garage. They can sweep it clean. uh, But they will not do it for the right reason. The purpose and the order comes because the image comes first. If you decide that that you are going to, to throw things out and to rearrange, but you're not going to consider the image of God that's being placed inside of your life and reflect that glory, then there is not going to be any purpose. There is not going to be the kind of function that you most desire. Church, you can clean your cupboards. You can clean your closets. You can clean out your crawl spaces. But if your soul is in disarray because you have ignored or rejected God's image inside of you, then you're never going to get to the function and the purpose that you most desire. And no amount of rearranging your home is going to help you get there. You have to begin in the right spot. Your identity has to be that of displaying a picture of God's image in the world. If you want your home to have purpose, if you want your home to have function, it has to begin with you recognizing, I am made in the image of God. Now, what does it mean to be made in the image of God? How is it that that you and I can identify whether or not we uh, are are living up to this image? What does it mean to to live to this image? Well, I, I just wonder if your home could talk. If your home had legs and it could answer questions. If you would ask it these questions, what would it say? 
However, your home answers these following questions, probably answers uh, whether or not you, uh, those of you who rule over your home and order your home, whether or not your home is being led to, to purpose and to function. The first question that your home would need to answer is, am I, is it evident that I am excited about following Jesus? If your home could speak, if it had lips to talk, and you said, home, are you excited about following Jesus? What would your home say? Would it say, oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, I know that regularly there are people gathered here uh, for kingdom purpose. Uh, that there are people around this home who regularly gather in prayer so that uh, God might be glorified and people might find and follow Him. Uh, maybe that's what your home would say. Uh, the second question that you would need to ask your house if your house could dance is, house, home? Uh, would you dance on the floor? of submission and mastery to Jesus. Uh, home? Do you dance on the floor of Jesus' Lordship? Would you bow in His over mastery to Him? And if your home would answer, oh yes, yes, I know that there are other options, but I have regularly uh, submitted myself to, to Jesus' Lordship. That my home, myself, if your home is answering the question, uh, is saying to the watching world, yes, yes, I've had other options, but I've regularly submitted myself to Jesus. Now, if some of you who are watching this are, are sitting there saying, I don't know anything about this image of God that you're talking about. I don't know anything about identifying myself with God about making the starting place of organizing the purpose and function for my home uh, the, being the image of God in it, then that's okay. And I want you to know that God loves you. And I want you to know that, uh, that God loves you so much that He wants to invite you to partner with Him in the image that He has given you. Uh, you have been made with a purpose in the home that you live in. It can have a purpose because you follow Him. Jesus, God sent His Son Jesus. And Jesus died. And He rose again on the third day. All so that you could know and experience what it's like to live in the world as a picture of who God is. His character, His nature, and His activity. And it's through that nature, it's through that image that, that God begins to give to you purpose and function. Uh, church, if you want to have a house that becomes a heavenly home, it's going to begin with image. Purpose starts with a picture. Order, order, begins, it starts with you recognizing yourself as an image of God. Order begins with image. Purpose starts with a picture. Now the second little thing that, uh, that God gives us in the instruction book that He gives us, just like all good Lego kits, 
Uh, the second thing that he gives us is as we recognize what it might be like to bring purpose and function uh, into our home, uh, to recognize that we can order the, uh, our world and bring our homes from chaos into order, from pieces into purpose, uh, from fragments into function, so that we can see that, uh, God not only says that, that order, uh, order begins uh, for us with image, but He says image in His Word, image defines our responsibility. Who we are in God defines what we will do. Our purpose is going to help us draw upon the next steps. So image defines our responsibility. And our purpose is going to draw us to the next steps. Uh, God is going to give Adam uh, all dominion, all authority, all rule over everything in all of creation. I mean, he's literally going to drop him down into the garden and he's going to say, I want you to take over. I want you to do all of this. I want you to have all of it. And I want you to make sure, I want you to have the responsibility of acting like me as you are in the garden. Adam was to be a picture of God's work in the world. He was supposed to represent his character, his nature, and his activity in the world. And guess what? That's exactly what God gives to you and me. Recognize what God does in, in saying to us, hey, image defines responsibility. Uh, look with me again, would you please? Uh, go with me into verse 26, and then we'll look at verse 28. He says, let us make man in our own image and our likeness so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals and over the creatures that move along the ground. He says, I want you to rule over them. Now skip down to verse 28. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves along the ground. And then he said, I will give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it, and they will be yours for food. And to all the beasts of the earth and all the birds in the sky and all the creatures that move along the ground, everything that has breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. In chapter 2 and verse 15, God plants him in the garden and says, hey, uh, go after it. I want you to name all the animals. I want you to give them a role and responsibility. It was Adam as the picture of God in the world who was to be about making sure that the things that God had given in the world found their order and found their fulfillment and purpose. Adam needed to make sure that everything that God had given had its place, had its purpose, and had its function. And guess what? That's you and me. God has given to you and to me the responsibility as image bearers in the world to make sure that the pieces in our home, that the fragments in our home are being ordered just like God would have us to order them. That's our responsibility. Now, uh, somebody that I know that knows this really well or the kind of people that know this really well are farmers. Uh, farmers tend to understand dominion. They understand rule. 
Uh, rule for Adam doesn't mean uh, that he uh, rules with an iron fist or that he gets to abuse everything in all of creation. No, uh, dominion in its truest sense means that he has to care and have great concern for that which he rules over. And so if you and I in our homes have been given responsibility to order our homes well, to make sure that there's purpose and function there, uh, we don't rule it uh, in the sense of, of domineering over it. No, uh, the idea of order and dominion and rule over our homes is this idea that we have great care and great concern in our homes to make sure that our homes have purpose and have function so that we can help, help people find and follow Jesus. Our role and responsibility is to make sure and to rule over and to care and have concern uh, so that the people that walk into our home recognize who God is. That's the role and responsibility that we have as God's image in the world to rule over our homes in such a way that we care and concern uh, so that it fulfills the purpose for which God gave it. Now, I know some of you are really nervous right now. Uh, some of you begin to uh, approach this idea of a rule and dominion and you're kind of scared. Uh, moms, I want to speak to you for a moment. Moms, I think some of you have this idea that order means that uh, every shelf has to be clean and there shouldn't be any dust on any shelves. And, and Lord forbid that there, there would be any uh, dirty laundry laying on the floor or any toys lining the living room or, uh, or, or any dish that happens to be uh, stained with a little grease laying on uh, the counter in the kitchen. Moms, I think some of you feel guilty if any one of those things happens to be true of your home. I think some of you tremble with some bit of shame that you wrestle with on a daily basis because uh, you think that what, what it means to order your home well is that uh, everything is always perfect all the time. Moms, dads, everybody, I want to release you from that. I want to free you from this, this bad and negative idea that your home, in order to be ordered and have purpose and function, uh, means that nothing can ever be out of place. That's not what God is talking about here. What God is talking about here is not about perfection, but it is about purpose. It is about function. So let me walk you through maybe a few scenarios that you need to know to set you free to be able to fulfill the purpose for which God has given you in your home. Let's say that I walk into your home and there happens to be a, uh, happens to be a dining room table that you regularly drop mail on. Now I, I know that, uh, and you know that, that, that that's a convenient spot for you to be able to, to drop your mail. We know that. But to have rule and responsibility because you're an image bearer of God doesn't mean uh, that you necessarily have to take that mail and put it somewhere else. Uh, that's not what God is getting at. The question that you and I have to ask instead is, 
Does my dining room table still fulfill the purpose and the function for which it was created? And if the answer comes, even though you have a pile of mail on one side of the dining room table, if you can say, yes, it still fulfills the purpose for which it exists, uh, that my family uh, might be able to gather around the kitchen table to have community around a meal, uh, then you have ordered your house well. And if your answer is no, then perhaps you can begin to make steps that would allow the function of that table to be ordered properly within your home so that you can adequately reflect God's image. Maybe it is that you have some dishes in your your kitchen that that stack up and they're sitting on the, the counter in your kitchen. They're stained with some grease and some some food particles. Well, I think the question that you need to ask is, do some dirty dishes on the counter uh, keep me from being able to feed my family? To make sure that I'm providing for them, to make sure that they're well fed and, and they have adequate nutrition? If the answer is, no, I... I make sure that my children are fed and that they have adequate nutrition to continue to live, then then you're ordering your home well. If the answer to the dirty dishes everywhere is, I I neither have uh, enough space or time or or resources to be able to feed my family, then, then you can begin to say, I need to probably order my home differently. As I began this sermon in my head, I I began to look at my own space. I began to to look at the space in my own room and the places that I had rule over, that I had dominion over, and I I needed to take some serious time to say, Lord, what would it take for me to care for this well? What would help it gather purpose and function and so that I, I could do that, I actually went to my drawers. And I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed to say, but some of my dresser drawers were so full that at times it was hard to pull them out. I had so many t-shirts. So I began to go through my t-shirt drawer and, and say, you know what, I, I haven't worn this t-shirt in a long time. This one's kind of ratty. I don't even wear it anymore. So it's time to get rid of it. And it wasn't a shame, and it wasn't a guilt. It was just me saying, you know what? I need to make sure that my dresser actually functions and has a purpose. I did the same in my closet, and I got rid of old shirts and polos, some of which I didn't even like and hadn't worn in a while. And maybe, maybe for you, you can begin to do some of those very simple things in your own space, and it sends a message to the watching world that you're a picture that you're an image of who God is in the world. And you're saying very loudly and clearly, I'm going to make sure that my home becomes a home uh, that's filled with great purpose and great function. God's going to be able to take the pieces and build 
a purpose. God's going to be able to take the fragments and create a function. Now, I wonder with you openly, where does all this end? What's the result of of all of this language of pieces and fragments in our home? Can I suggest to you that there's something in the text that just that really speaks clearly to where all of this begins to result? Where does purpose end? Where does, where does function begin to result? What God's Word is going to say is that purpose, purpose drives us to rest. And function gives us an opportunity for respite. If you go to chapter 2 and verse 2 in Genesis, it says this, By the seventh day, God finished the work He had been doing. And on the seventh day, He rested from all of His work. And God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it He rested from all of His work, the work of creating that He had done. If your home begins to be ordered because you're convinced that you have God's image placed in you, If there's purpose and there's function, there's going to be rest. God's going to begin to bring about rest for your home. A question that you can begin to ask as you uh, try and ask yourself, is my home a heavenly home? Uh, You can ask this simple question, is my home stressful or, or is my home restful? Am I stressed out when I go home because it's, it's not in order? Uh, or is it restful? Can I go home and, and is it, this a place where I can find rest from my work? If you can say, my home is a place of great rest, then you know that you've begun to order well. That there's purpose and there's function uh, that may help people find and follow Jesus. Church, I, I hope that as we walk through this series and we've walked through Genesis together, that you can stand convinced that you need to start with God's image in you. That image defines your responsibility and your role and that that can lead you to great rest. Simon, what you been working on? Can you bring it here for us? So, sometimes our homes can look like a bunch of Legos dumped out all over the place. It's crazy and chaotic. It doesn't seem to have purpose. But when we rule, when we order, we can find purpose. We can find function. I I wonder if this is your home. It's scattered, it's unorganized, but God finds purpose and function in it. You know, something that strikes me, something that that inspires me, is that God takes pieces and He brings about purpose. God takes fragments and He brings about function. Church, 
this can be your home. Is it perfect? No. Is it beautiful? Yes. Absolutely. So my prayer for you is that you will allow you will allow God to make your house a heavenly home. Would you pray with me? Gracious God, we love you and we thank you. And I pray that you would be about creating purpose and function in our homes as we reflect you and your image. And that as we reflect your image, Lord, and your identity, that that would play itself out as we order our homes well. May there be function and purpose in our homes because you have allowed us to order it and have dominion and care for it. And Lord, I pray that when all of that is done, that you would find rest for us. That you would give us respite in our homes. And Lord, we pray from the very bottom of our hearts that we would give glory to you as our houses become homes and heavenly homes. We love you. And we pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen.